welcome back to the Food Scientist Podcast. I am your host, who did not die from cinnamon Japanese treats last week, Amy Zajak, and I am here with Danny Sussman. I am officially not guilty of murder. And Brian Pierce. Neither am I, and I just want to thank you all for listening right now. Yes. We love our listeners. So, this week, as always, we'll have some food experiences we'll relate to you. We have the return of meat chips. Or meat ch- meat-ish chips. Uh, Meat-flavored potato chips. They're not all meat, but it's we'll get the, to that. It's the thread that holds us together. We also have some uh, Oreo mm-hmm. hot cocoa. And we're going to revisit buffets, because we love buffets. Right. We have a um, question that needs to be answered. Yes, we do. But wait, first, uh, we spoke last week, Danny, you were in Chicago, and you talked about your McDonald's experience. But yes. Uh, since recording, we also have found out you went to a tiki bar and I, you spent $75 on a tiki mug? Again. Again? The, it happens. <laughs> it just happens it, to him. It that has not happened to me. No. Either. Well, one, if you know anything, you know I always go to tiki bars mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I have the collection of tiki mugs of tiki bars in different cities I've been to. And, see, I don't know if I should plug them or not. So here's the deal. It's a really fun tiki bar. I've actually been there before. I've gotten a mug from them before. But in the year since I had been there last, they have they've done something with their tiki mug pricing. So, Obviously. <laughs> so typically, tiki mugs are in the $20 to $30 range. Mm-hmm. Uh, the previous $75 mug was super limited edition, super complex, uh, artist design. Like, not a, there's people who do tiki art, but this is someone stepping, this was someone stepping out of their normal art sphere into the tiki world. So it made it super limited edition. Um, this place, their mugs, they have the $25 to $30 tiki mugs, but they have since upped the price on theirs to like 60 or 70 From what I've gathered, some of it is because theirs are cool, and people had been buying them and selling them on eBay and profiting. So they wanted to pocket some of the profits. So I technically didn't need another tiki mug from there because I'd been there, but, and this will give it away because we all know I was in Chicago, and when you go to this tiki bar, you enter through a, a, an alleyway. You go down a dark alley, and there's two tiki torches. And that's how you find the door to go in. And when you go in the door, the tiki bar is in the basement. So you go down this flight of steps. So that's like a speakeasy to me. Yeah, it's a tiki speakeasy. <laughs> a, a lot of a lot of tiki. A lot of speakeasy. A lot of tiki bars these days are doing that. They're doing like the speakeasy kind of feel. Speakeasy. Tikizi. Um, I think that's my rap name. <laughs> um, so as you're going down the steps, if you look up at the wall above the steps, it's a wall of skulls. It's just a skull wall. And the last time I was there, they did, they have a mug, and the mug is the skull wall. It's a rectangular okay. mug. That and textured, one, I'm sure. Yeah, one side of it is all is the skull wall, and the other four are bamboo. So I really wanted their skull wall mug because it's really emblematic of the place. Mm-hmm. And I thought, wow, they're really overcharged. I know that they're overcharging their mugs, but some are $60, seven or $70 and whatever. I'll just, I think this is a $60 one. I'll just get it anyway. Cause I think this one's cool. I got my tab. It was $75. <laughs> 
Wait, was the were the drinks good? Um, the drinks were good, and they actually have a drink there. I did not get this, um, but it was amazing because I saw a table they got it. It was like it's like two hundred fifty dollars, but it's a treasure chest that has like dry ice in it, so that there's like the smoke and stuff going. And they they have like all the fruit and all the tiki stuff in the treasure chest and all the other tiki accoutrement. But then table side, they take a bottle of Dom and they pour it into the treasure chest. And then it's just these giant straws. I was about to say, I hope it like served several people, but yeah. with the Dom too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a full bottle um, and it's like a whole show. But you know, it serves like home. eight people. I, I had friends. And then I made you friends. Made friends I'm sure. And then I made friends at the next table, and they were like, "You should get that." And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> "I'm like, I'm like, you get it." You know what? After enough drinks, I'm sure a lot of people would spend seventy five dollars on a mug. I only had one drink. I would have bought yeah. it with them. Well, I know that after recording here, you're 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 going to be heading to Texas soon, and you're you're planning on going to another TV. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm so going. We'll find out. We'll have a whole episode that probably is about that because my real motivation is to go to the state fair of Texas. I didn't get invited. Uh, I believe you were invited multiple times. Oh, did I miss that? And I think you oh. cried and like, <laughs> kind of and, like don't even go. don't even talk to <laughs> me. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> I am not your keeper. If, if I am your keeper, oh, we've got some business. To talk about. <laughs> what would we talk Whoa. about? Oh no, that's not for you, Dave. <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> what goes on before I come to the studio? <laughs> well, maybe chew, if you were on time, you'd find out. Do you two, like, eat candy corn together? <gasps> we know I love candy corn. I uh, even, well, I did not like the coffee candy corn, but that's, but it was the best of the coffee things I've Yeah, had. that was a few weeks ago. Yeah, so we've, as you know, if you've been listening, and if you haven't, go back and listen. We've had several different kinds of candy corn in past weeks, mm-hmm. and... I often get leftovers, and since I actually do like candy corn, I couldn't keep them in the house. I brought them to work, put them in the break room, and one of my colleagues stopped by. He's like, you're the one that left the candy corn in the break room, right? <laughs> like, well, yeah, but how do you know it was me? He's like, oh, all the weird flavors. You always have <laughs> these weird flavors, but she also knows about the podcast, yeah, so she yeah, knows where Yeah. But anyway, so I thought it was funny that she thought, she's like, I like candy corn, but you brought the worst flavor. Oh, see, I thought the coffee helped it, the coffee flavor. Well, I didn't. Uh, I don't think I had the coffee flavor in that oh. batch. One of you guys. Oh, you had those from two weeks ago. Yeah, oh, I, I had the mint and oh, the gosh. sour patch yeah, kids. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, the salted chocolate. Well, people have been asking me because I talked about you know bringing candy corn to work and like it just sat there mm-hmm. for a full week, and people have been saying, did anyone ever open that? They did. It took. 10 days, but someone finally opened it. And once it was opened, how long did it last? Well, a while. A while. People still weren't eating it, but uh, we did make a game out of it. We tried to see how many candy, full intact candy corns people could fit in their mouth <laughs> and still... Uh, intact candy yeah, corns? Yeah, because you know they break off sometimes, the little white The tips, tips. do break yeah. off. They're, they're the tri yeah. and the I have a part. picture of the bottom of a bag of a bunch of... Don't ask. Yeah. I'll be posting it later. <laughs> so, yeah, it had to be full candy corn, uh, and you had to see how many you could fit in your mouth and chew them and eat them without any you know falling out. Uh, so the winner in the office uh, had 33, wow. <laughs> which was impressive. I only did 25. That was the record at the time. Uh, so 
Yeah, that it it, it really uh, amplified how not good uh, candy corn oh, is good. really was. The traditional was flavors. Awful. But it, you also had the pumpkins in your mix, right? No, we we had the rule of no pumpkins because that would be a, a different. You had rules. Oh yeah, you have to have rules when you have a. Do like write this down. What was the prize? Um, well, the not candy corn, you candy ate. corn. Yeah, just uh, bragging rights, I guess. Uh, it actually. Did you have an audience? Um, I did make some Snapchat videos, so people who had followed me saw some Snapchat videos. But uh, it actually um, it triggered an old college injury that I had. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's your college injury? Eating candy corn. Yeah, an injury. injury. You know, the roof of my mouth uh, got a little roughed up uh, because when I was in college, <laughs> the cafeteria had Chinese food one night. Mm-hmm. Just and one night. Well, one night. Yeah, no, go ahead. I'm and, sorry. Uh, you know, for some reason, I brought the chopsticks back to my room and I just had one in my mouth. Uh, maybe I, I brought some food back. I don't know what I was eating, but I had a chapstick in my mouth and I bent over to pick something up and hit all that on my bedpost. Cause in college, you your bed's just there and it like jammed up into the roof of my mouth. Wait, so this, your, your college bed injury involves a chopstick. Yes. It does. Well, I was going to say your chopstick injury involves the bed. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I once upon a time had a chopstick in my mouth and jammed it. I it, I had that moment where, did I just kill myself? No? Okay. I'm, yeah, because that could have gone into your yeah, brain. Yeah, like I bled a little bit, but not bad. Was it bad. a wooden chopstick? I think it was. Well, so I was break like, easier. Yeah. I think. yeah, this one did not break. Fortunately, that didn't break. <laughs> I have a splinter back in my uvula. No. But, yeah, it did. That spot, it like got like a, a little bump after I did this candy corn thing. So I was like, Ooh, for some reason that made that <laughs> act up a little bit, even though it's been like four or five years since I've been in college. Four or five years since you've been in college. Or more. Four or five plus 10 or 15. Who counts? Four or five years maybe since you visited the college. It's, math isn't my strong suit. Anyway. Four or five plus 10 or 15. I wasn't a math major. Um, anyway. <laughs> what was your major? Do uh, want Spanish to education. Oh. Hablo mm-hmm. español. Yes. Mm-hmm. And multicultural studies. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, side note, uh, we also had a big thing of cheese balls, and I can fit 17 like cheese, cheese balls. Like cheese puff balls or balls. like a big ball of cheese? With nuts no, 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 no. Like like planters, but, you know, they right. don't planters. But, I know. But, yeah, but not missing. What? Planters are missing. They've gone, yeah. they've they've gone dark away again. again. Yeah, we noticed that. I don't think we've talked about that here. but the, well, We've like talked about that amongst ourselves. Four weeks ago, yeah. They made a the big splash that they're back, and they were glorious. And then they were gone. Yeah. Come back, planters. We love you, planters. Right. Yeah. So, you know, that's just some things you can do at work. When you have snacks, you can make things you can yes. pit in your mouth. It also Wanda. shows that work is more fun when you pit your coworkers up against each other. It is. And when you want to get rid of snacks that no one's touching, do it that yeah. way. Challenge them to see how they can stuff in their mouth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. How many Twinkies could you fit in your mouth? Well, if you have to have them intact and whole, not that many. Well, I mean, you can smush them, though, and that's still the full Twinkie. Right. Three. Three. That actually goes to a uh, kind of a, we were talking Ooh, buffet yeah. strategy earlier, Amy. We said we were going to talk about buffets. Yes. Um, when you watch the food competitions, drinking and dipping in water is a, a key part to like maximizing some stomach space. Moisturizing things. Yeah. Yeah. Watch, watch the hot dog competition. Oh, those are disgusting. But those are disgusting. Want... You know what else is disgusting? Some of these uh, meat chips. Meat, and meat adjectant. Chips. Meat-flavored. Meat <laughs> <laughs> well, we have meat a couple here that aren't actually meat. Yeah, but they go along with meat. And I'm going to start with 
one that yeah, why don't you is, list through yeah, we yeah. have some Buffalo Ranch Pringles. These are from the U.S. to compare to international Pringles. These Japanese, I'm not going to say the word right, but it's like a fish pancake flavored Pringle. Uh, Utz crab chips. We have from Kroger prime rib and horseradish chips, and lastly Lay's ketchup, which is part of the Tastes of America. So, like I said, a couple of these aren't really meat, but meat. But meat. hey. Hey, shout out for a uh, latest Tastes of America sighting. I found one of them in Chicago. <laughs> yep. And and while you're looking things up, I'll start with the U.S. one, which we almost didn't include, but we just want to have a couple Pringles in here. And it's Buffalo <laughs> Ranch, and it's a it's a chip in a ranch dip with boots and <laughs> hat and chili pepper hanging off. And you the side. want those just because you liked that it was a chip in boots. I don't even remember. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I probably did. <laughs> and uh, I actually didn't like the chip that much. Uh, no, I didn't either, but that's because it tastes like Buffalo Ranch. Yeah. Those uh, are flavors I like, but I, I've, mm. I said before I don't like the fake powdered ranch flavor they put on chips. No. I, um, I like buffalo. I don't understand why people... Like added ranch or blue cheese or celery. Well, I think I think stuff. it takes away from the spice. Right, but then what's in, the point? In the, it's natural. Well, think, dunking things in ranch can be good. Yeah, but um, these are not the worst Pringles I've ever had. No, <laughs> but they they yeah, used to be the top ramen chicken yeah. flavor. But these uh, a konomayaki. I'm gonna try to get my phone to say what we what it is. It might take it a second. Here we go. There you go. All right. If you, could yeah, so, yeah, what flavor are these chips? They are. And I will say, I've had the actual okonomiyaki uh, <laughs> food. Me too. Where did you have it? Uh, Moroi, Morui. Have you oh, pronounced that down? Okay. Yeah, I had them in Amsterdam. There's a place Ooh. called uh, Japanese Pancake House, which is funny because oh. Amsterdam is known right for the pancakes, the Dutch, different Dutch pancakes. Yeah. And then there's this Japanese pancake place, and he claims that there's only one place in America that does these pancakes, and now that's the second place I know of in just the Twin Cities. Now, we need to mention this is the last thing from our big uh, box of snacks from Japan that um, one of our listeners uh, Mm -hmm. sent to us. We've been talking about this the last few weeks, but uh, yeah, these... This is the, the most, Japanese Pringles. Yeah, and this is the most ornate packaging I've it ever really seen. It really is. Right. It's shiny gold box. It has three small cans, but they're bigger than our our Snack small packs. cans, right? But yeah. the Pringles themselves, the chips are smaller. Yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, I've had the actual food, and, I, and I've enjoyed it. I, I did not enjoy this flavor on a chip. It was just like a big mouthful of... Fish. No, but that. Say it. I'm, I'm terrible. It's a tiny little button. <laughs> and they keep pushing it. That tastes good. Okay. I mean, because it, I have never had. So, yeah, I don't know if these taste like You probably like wouldn't like it because there's fish No, in I it. didn't like these chips. But these chips <laughs> do not taste good, and I thought the food tastes good. I thought okay. that they were okay. Now I have to yeah, have them Yeah, they again. were okay. It was a big mouthful of uh, fishy fish. Yeah, I I ate them not having a clue what they would taste like, and it wasn't bad. But I won't choose to eat these again. I like them for like the the Swedish, not Swedish, sweet sweetish, sweetish <laughs> sauce. 
Yeah, don't the don't bottom. have them make Swedish fish Pringles. Um, they would. They would. They made Swedish no, fish Pringles. What's worse, this or a wasabi pring- uh, Oreo that we had last week? Oh my goodness, I would say the wasabi Oreo. Yeah. Oh, this is the wasabi Oreo is far worse. What's worse, yeah. this or the top ramen chicken Pringle? Uh, the top ramen chicken. Oh, okay. top ramen. Yeah. I think this is worse. Oh, these. These are like. Fishy fish. Not even good fish. I didn't think that they were that fishy. They had a lot. They weren't. Yeah, until you said fish, I was like, yeah, that's what that flavor is. I couldn't quite identify it. To me, they were. It was a big thing of fish in my mouth. To me, they're 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 complex. There's a lot of flavors happening. There's a lot going on with these. And the aroma is not good. Um, I, but these, I've certainly had worse. Like, these mm-hmm. are snackable. Like, I enjoyed it. The what hot I couldn't just. Des- mm-hmm. whatever. I couldn't describe the flavor to you. But it's not bad. I'd say it's complex. It's a little bit sweet. It's a little bit tangy. Oh, the pickle uh, Pringles were way worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, the top ramen are so much better than this. Oh, so, no, 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 no. This, no. this is just this is why a you're mouthful the host. of horrible. No. Oh. This is a host. This is the why you're the ramen, host. The top ramen, like, I don't know how the FDA allowed them to that, sell that it just, as food. That just tastes like dried chicken bouillon on a potato chip. Yeah. That's... that's Okay. Far worse than this. No. This is interesting. <laughs> no. It is interesting. I will give you that. Yes. But the, the, I mean, the packaging alone, that, that mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. I do like the packaging. The Pringle with the headband rope. I will say there's enough writing on it that Google Translate could not help us. No. No. You know, I mean, that's the thing between Japanese and English. That's, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that it could mean. So it does yeah. its best, but it's hard. I, I appreciate this. I would, I would bring this to someone to try it. Like, to me, this is, like, what an international Pringle should be, because it's a flavor you would never see that is true. in the U.S. That's true. That's Whereas, true. like, even, like, the wasabi, like, they could sell that in the U.S. and people would buy it. Like, this, you wouldn't even know where to start. Okay. So, yeah. That brings us to another fishy-flavored one, the it's crab chips. And this is and just crab, not a, not fish, but... This actually has, in quotes, the crab chip. Which, yes. um, if I also call it the Brian chip. With Chesapeake Bay Ooh. crab seasoning. Well, you know, you can be a crab. <laughs> these, these are okay. Those are okay. I did not like them that much, though. You know, they didn't have much flavor, and I think that's a good thing, but still the flavor they did have was crab, so I didn't care for these. See, I didn't think these tasted like crab. I thought these tasted like grass. No. Really? No. I got no. I got vaguely seafood. Yeah, yeah, vaguely seafood. I got these like vaguely like a tree. Like every time I like, there's something in it. I'm worried about you because you thought that one Oreo, the kettle corn, tasted like the earth. Try it. it. There's something in it that's like woody. The crab shell? No. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like the crab meat and the shell that you taste. Well, no, because I love crab meat. This tastes like wood. Yeah, like, it doesn't taste like crab meat. This I'm tastes like I'm eating a chopstick. No. There's maybe... Like our bamboo. Like, I could maybe be convinced that there's maybe a hickory flavor in it, but not... Not, not smoked. Like, this is like... Yeah. Like, when you get a bamboo chopstick and you accidentally bite into it. Um... I guess I'm sticking with vaguely seafood. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Whatever it is, I don't care for hard it. pass. The little the little girl in the in the bag here. Yeah, she she's looks. The, she's embarrassed to be eating these. The she, her girl. cheeks. Yeah. her cheeks are red. Yeah. you should so, feel shame. That'll bring us on over to the Kroger prime rib and horseradish, which is wavy chips, and they're very horseradish. And these are something I picked up in my travels while because we don't have Kroger. We do not have. I miss Kroger's. We don't. I miss Kroger's. So, by the way, for Kroger exclusives, we're looking for a source. <laughs> um, 
But these chips fascinated me. And I know you bought them because horseradish, and you thought, oh, no, I bought them because, no, I bought them. Prime rib. Meat. They're meat chips. This but, is our meat but chip. But there was a bonus. Oh, <laughs> yes, the horseradish was a bonus. I will say, I kind of get a taste of the au jus from the prime rib plus the horseradish. But yeah. it's a mild horseradish. Um, Brian and I were discussing this a little bit when we were tasting them. That This is a fascinating chip. I was very much surprised to see Brian going back for more well, on it. Yeah, I, I really, like this one way more than I thought I would. I... Uh, I'm going to top that. I like these. Right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. Like, I couldn't really taste the horseradish, though. Like, there's a little like bit of oh, faint, faint. I can definitely taste the, the horseradish. The horseradish is faint, and it was weird because it's faint, but it's faint in a way where you can actually taste, like, You know this. it's horseradish. Yeah, but I was saying, we were talking about, like, we've had enough wasabi stuff lately. Mm-hmm. You can taste how wasabi and horseradish are cousins. In, like, a very subtle way. Similar tuber-shaped radishes. but Yeah, like, they're different, but wasabi is a Japanese horseradish. Um, there's a, it had just, like, a little beefiness. It has enough of the horseradish flavor where, in my opinion, this is where condiments should... Like, it should be a, just a faint thing to enhance the flavor and mm-hmm. not take over the See, flavor. See, to me, this tastes... I get more horseradish mm. than meat. It's you like do, but, horseradish and a little bit of au yeah, But to me, you get, like... But it's not a spicy horseradish. But, yeah, and the meat flavor is strong, so I feel like See, that balances. I feel like it's the opposite: strong horseradish, subtle meat. Uh, I think it's it's a balance. It's the ho- like horseradish is a thing that announces its presence, mm-hmm. and it doesn't like the fact that you can make out the beef tells you it's a subtle horseradish. And I didn't True. get the beef on my first taste. Um, it was all but you can taste. It has like a little bit of beef, a little bit of horseradish, and kind of potato chip still kind of shines through too. Yeah, it does. Yep, absolutely. Because sometimes you eat these meat flavored potato chips, and the potato chip is a carrier for the flavoring. This is a potato chip that does it. It's like a potato chip that's you know kind of been sprayed with a little au jus and yeah. a little bit of like accented with the prime rib and its juices and the horseradish. And it all pulls together really well. Uh, this, these grew on me. Yeah. Yeah. For a potato chip that is manufactured from a specific store and not a nationwide brand, it's they did a very good job with it. And a meat-flavored potato chip. Because as much as we're fascinated by meat chip, or I am, I rarely enjoy a meat chip. This one was good. Are ones that taste like beef, though, have been better. It seems like the steak ones, the prime rib ones, the you mm-hmm. know, different ones like that. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone loves the good um, They're, they're so excited yeah. about these. I'm sure you've heard the chewing. They're still eating I mean, them. We are. <laughs> we are. We're like, we're reminding ourselves. <laughs> like, yeah, these are good, aren't these they? Are, yeah. These are, like, surprisingly <laughs> good. These uh, definitely are the best ones from today. I would I, agree with that. I will say this, too. Um, I forget how good, like, a subtle horseradish sauce is. Mm-hmm. But um, every now and then it... I work, they'll have like a retirement event. And if the person who's doing the menu for that does it right, they do like the roast beef sandwiches, like the mini, like little, like little bit of beef, tiny little bit of the horseradish sauce. Great, great sandwich, very underrated. You can't really get like a steak horseradish sandwich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like horseradish. But these are mm-hmm. fine because it is a. a it is just like right. I mean, horseradish, he disagrees. But horseradish <laughs> can be very pungent, and I, yeah. I do like it in some things. But a little bit goes along. Right. This is not but pungent. this is but this is like that steak sandwich with a tiny bit of yeah. horseradish sauce 
to accent it. Like you said, like a condiment mm-hmm. that brings something new to the party. But yeah. accent, so, like, it. sometimes I will get a chicken sandwich, a uh, chicken breast sandwich, and I will have just a little bit of honey mustard, because even though I don't really like honey mustard, like, it just gives it that little extra kick. I do that with barbecue sauce on my mm-hmm. chicken sandwich. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, and that rounds us out to the Lay's Taste of America ketchup. Hey, we found one. So that now this is, what, five or six of the 12 we found? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. not all available all across the U.S. But still, we travel a bunch. Um, they yeah, said, listeners send us things. Yeah. Listeners send us things. <laughs> yeah. And um, they said that a few would be regional. But we have found remarkably few. Of them, but hey, I found the ketchup one. And you know what? It was a horrible menu, so they can all just stay wherever they're at. I was opinion. disappointed in the ketchup because I'm one of the well, I'm the only person here who really likes ketchup. I'm okay with ketchup. Well, you're okay with it, but I actually like it. Like, do you like just have like a bowl of ketchup for dinner? <laughs> no, but I learned from my grandpa to put ketchup on a saltine and eat it. So that's just eating a bowl of ketchup. Not quite. Okay, it's a, it's a spoonful of ketchup. Fries' only purpose is to have ketchup on them. If I don't have ketchup, I hardly eat fries. That's because you've been surrounding yourself in terrible fries. And would you choose fries over tots, too, while we're talking about animal behaviors? No, I would choose tots. <laughs> okay, so you're not a total monster. No, fries, fries I hardly ever finish. I will eat them because they're fries. But tots I will finish. Yeah. So... I knew it wasn't actually going to taste like this, but the epitome of a ketchup potato chip to me would be like ketchup on fries. This is not that. I have another question. On tater tots, would you rather have ketchup or cheese and bacon? Oh, that's a good question. Cheese and bacon here. You know, I know you. They're so different. Why don't you, Brian? I love cheese and bacon in my That's why I want to find out. Yeah. Like, is she a monster? Um, I don't know. You have to think about it. She's got to think about it. She would have the ketchup. Yeah. I do. Well, and I'm Either also way. thinking I might put a little ketchup on the cheese and bacon tops. Okay. Oh. This is why you're the host. Oh. But, but that would just be a little, not a lot. Oh. Even so. Sacrilege. Ugh. I didn't say mustard. <laughs> uh, I didn't hate these chips. I didn't hate them. They Because they didn't have a strong ketchup taste. No, I didn't I, like them. If, if you powdered ketchup, what it tastes like. I've had the hers ketchup chips. Which we haven't seen for a while in these parts, and they are much stronger ketchup. This mm-hmm. is well, I finally got one that tasted like ketchup. I'm like, oh my god, tastes like a ketchup fry. It's not a flavor that needs to be, or not a ketchup chip. It's not a flavor that needs to be in a potato chip. Yeah, and it's more of a the tomato. Like you know, ketchup has various things in it. It doesn't taste but, like good mm-hmm. ketchup. It tastes like it's average more ketchup. Tomato, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm a ketchup connoisseur apparently because I know <laughs> there's a difference between good ketchup and average ketchup. Yeah, there is. So, well, so that rounds out the potato chips. We all agree we are a prime rib and horseradish were our favorites. So good. They're addicting. Yeah, they I think good. the guys are yeah, still eating them. Yeah. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> so we took a detour from the savory, and somebody... <laughs> we, we did not eat that. Uh, somebody, somebody, Dan, me, got us an Oreo hot cocoa mix from a strange place. Uh, well, not really. A lot of our weird foods comes from Menards. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> actually, most cheap foods come from Menards. What was really strange, it was a pack, a box of eight packets of Oreo hot cocoa mix on sale for 99 cents. Now, as we all know, Oreo brand name is on everything, it yeah. seems. This so- isn't made by, um... This is manufactured by Curry Incorporated in Beloit, Wisconsin. 
So no Nabisco on there. No Nabisco, uh, no um, whatever, their new owners. I do like that they are naturally and artificially I flavored. I know, because those Oreos you find in nature. They yeah. Oh, man, if Oreos Could, grew on trees. Can you imagine trees. an Oreo tree? Oh. But, uh, yeah, Danny, when you found these, your wife immediately said that they were just a cash grab, so therefore they were Oreos. 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 I disagree. They're pretty good. Yeah. They're pretty good, I, I should thought say. I it was a quality product. Yeah, it, you used six ounces of water or milk for one packet. We used water. And it was still pretty rich. Yeah. It was. I wonder if, like, the first time I tried it, we used too much water. I, yeah, I actually be... got out a measuring cup because I wanted to be sure I did it right. Yeah, yeah I mean, it it tasted different enough from hot chocolate. It wasn't yeah. just, like, hot chocolate. I mean, know? it didn't taste like an Oreo, but it was still Yeah, it, you could tell. Like, the smell was Oreo. Yeah, yeah. And it did have more of a taste. Where, yeah. yeah. And the interesting thing is, in the ingredients, there are Oreo crumbs. Yep, they ground yeah. up Oreos. And, yeah, which, I mean, and there aren't a ton of crumbs in the leftover mug. I mean, there are yeah. some in there, but not... And some people at this table ate the well, Oreo powder. Well, that led, well, okay. led me to the question of... I mean, this is how a food scientist brain works versus a host brain is when you look at the ingredients and you see Oreo cookie crumbs are number two, you're like, well, now I have to, like, pour out some to see what this looks like. And, of course, you're going to pour them out on a spoon. Right, right. You don't want to make a mess, so what are you going to put? You don't want to dirty a plate. And then if you have a spoonful of, uh, you know, Oreo powder, the next step is just to eat it. And if the host gives you the biggest spoon she can find. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, it wasn't the biggest spoon. (laughs) It wasn't wasn't like, yeah. It wasn't a serving spoon, but it was a tablespoon. But, yeah. But that's, we really had no other options. Yeah, so we did eat uh, a spoonful of it. We did did the... With a spoonful of... Oreo hot cocoa helps the medicine go down? It wouldn't hurt. Um, yeah, what? Yeah? Just this. It was hard because any powder, it's going to close imagine, up. Imagine that powder and then cough syrup mixed together. Ooh. Why would yeah. you imagine that? Well, well you I asked know. if it would help the medicine go I down. Know, there's other kinds of medicine. No, that's not going to help that no, go down. No, you'd have to put the powder in the, in NyQuil? the medicine. No. The NyQuil. <laughs> or the Robitussin. <laughs> and then if you put the... So if we did this, so here's our robo-tripping fantasy. If you took, like, a cherry Robitussin and you mixed it in with this hot cocoa mix, would you end up with something better or worse than the cherry cola Oreo? Oh. Oh. (laughs) If you mixed it into the hot cocoa as it was the hot cocoa and not just powder, probably better. If it's just with the powder, probably worse. Oh, uh, both the, would be horrible. At least uh, the the beverage would knock you out soon, so you wouldn't have to worry about it. But the amount of thinking, Amy was talking, but I was watching Brian's face, because he was honestly yeah. perplexed. I mean, the cookie would be gone before the beverage, because you'd have to sip the beverage. Yeah. Yeah. So it would be prolonged, I'll say pain or suffering, even though it wouldn't be that bad. It still it would wouldn't be, be that pleasant. good. Yeah. No. I think the beverage would be better than the cookie. Let's try. Do you I have do any robotess? I actually do. How old is it? Okay, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to uh, oh, wait, another. Wait, wait. No, I said this wasn't a Horio. Danny, do you still maintain that this was? Yeah, this is a Horio. Yeah, Amy? I think so, but it's, it's, a, a, good, it's a good Horio. I mean, it's like, it's a, yeah, you know, sometimes it's a classy. I mean, to me, it was, it was, you it's know. It's borderline, but yeah. I'm going just it, over the Would you say it's unique enough? Did you yeah. think it tasted like an Oreo? I thought it tasted enough as it could taste like an Oreo. Would you rather have this or an Oreo? Oh, an Oreo. I mean, okay, any product. Okay, that makes it a Oreo. No, 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 no. A Oreo is something that they did just to make a little 
extra cash and it's not a quality product. I think this is a quality product. And, uh, and it's cheap. Cost effective. Yeah, it's 99 cents <laughs> for eight packets. For eight packets. Dump it on ice cream. It'll be good, too. Okay. Now on to one of our favorite topics that we, we haven't actually talked about for a little while. Buffets. Buffets and buffeting. We make was, it a verb. Yeah, I was. I had this thought. I said, you know, Brian and I haven't had this conversation in a while. Uh, we've been to buffets lately. Uh, some, each of you have been to a buffet with me, but not with each other. We haven't. That's true. Um, and then we, we went to Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. we did some walkthroughs. Um, and the thing is that we've been to some buffets that have not been the best. No. And no. so, but yet we still went to them. On purpose, I think. On purpose, yeah. And so that brings me to this. When you do your walkthrough of the buffet, how do you decide if you go in or not? I think that's a good thing to talk about because we've definitely done that and we both have been like, no, this is not, you know, we're on the same page, but we right. never discussed like the ins right. and outs. Right. How, how did we decide this? Mm-hmm. Let's, see, let's see if your rules would match. Well, it's, and it's, I think, just the it is going to be a personal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, a, a chunk of it is value. Absolutely. Um, like, if you have maybe a minor gambling problem and you don't have to pay for it, um, <laughs> you know, then you, you balance it, right? Oh, yeah, like, if it's free. Right, well, well, free because of the gambling. Yeah. So not right, free. well, sometimes you have to balance. Do I take my free meal at the buffet or take my free meal somewhere else? That's a, a Well, question. sometimes you get coupons that are just for the buffet as well. Right, and sometimes you get, like, a buffet or $10 off. Yeah. So do I get a free meal at a buffet or a discounted? A discounted meal somewhere else. Um, so value, right? So when you're on your free walk around, look for high value foods mm-hmm. and that not you would enjoy. Exactly. I say not just high value, but high value that you would enjoy. Like Brian, you could spot piles and piles of seafood and say this is that's high value food, but not high value. Mm-hmm. That's that not you worth the thirty forty dollars that they're charging for this buffet. Right. Um, look for the the variety. Um, that's something I've noticed lately. Because you really, you really have to go through on that free walkthrough and ask yourself, what's going to be on my first trip? What's going to be on my second trip? And what am I going to get out of this? And just a reminder, there might be a lot of good things or things that look good, but are they heavy in carbs? Because that means you can't eat as much. You might like them, but you're not getting your, your stomach's worth. Right, but sometimes the pastas are the safe choice on a buffet. Because right, it's hard but then, to mess it up. But you're doing a walkthrough. You're deciding, right. is this for me? Well, yeah. Right. Well, if you're doing that and you're saying, okay, well, I would have the pasta, you're saying, so, okay, I'm going to have the cheap and filling food. Oh, it is cheap. I How much? Right, it's cheap. Right, it's low cost to them and high cost to towards your full meter. So, how do you make that call, right? So that that's something to consider. Um, the other thing to remember: desserts always look better than they taste. Yeah, at a buffet. And there is that big factor of when am I going to get full? Because the desserts are going to be heavier, usually, especially if it's a cheesecake or something with a lot of sugar. It's especially at the end of a meal, like it's going to really pack a punch there. So you might be done before you were ready to be done. So look at those desserts. So how big are they? Here's the other factor. What are my other options? Yes. Um, 
if there you are out in the middle of nowhere doing your free <laughs> walkthrough of the Golden Corral and there's not another restaurant around for three miles, are you hangry? Do you need to eat now? So you know, question, what if you're in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. You're at this horrible buffet, mm-hmm. but you have one other option and it's like a Taco Bell. Um, that's actually an easier choice because if I am out in the middle of nowhere, right, the, the big judge when I'm looking at that is like, how hungry am I? Mm-hmm. If I'm like super hangry, Taco Bell is actually also immediate food versus if my other choice was mom and pop's roadside mystery diner, right? Which we've probably all been to one of those where it could be great. Yeah, some of them are really good. It could be terrible. It could be super quick. It could take forever. Like if you're hangry, that's not the time for mom and pop's roadside mystery diner. Yes. And then you called me the crab chip. Uh, you have seen me hangry. Oh, <laughs> I am, and I'm with you. I am, yeah. I'm the well, same way. If, there, if there's people in the way too, watch oh out. Oh my goodness! Right, and oh. so and so sometimes um, that's a thing it because really is. a buffet does mean immediate food yeah. and, and not waiting twenty minutes for your food. Well, to come usually to you. sometimes or, there's. Idiots in front of you. No, no, but you still no, you can get to something. No, they, if there's idiots in front of you at a buffet, I guarantee you this is what happened. They're all they're all lined up at the plates, and they think that they have to go through the buffet one at a time. And you see the food item you want, you stand by it. Someone finishes scooping. the The person who's next going down that line is still working on the mashed potatoes or whatever else. You dive in there, get your stuff, and get out. It's funny you say mashed potatoes because we saw several people not know how to get mashed potatoes oh from a buffet. Right. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. Like, oh, they're not coming off the spoon. It's, well, then you take more so that what you want will come off the spoon. I, it's not funny. I said that. I chose that oh. on purpose because that's a classic list line yes. slower. Or, or and, the guy trying to get the bottom piece of sliced turkey with five pounds of uh, meat on top of it. It's like, take from the top. Yeah. No, well, but you know, you I, said another thing, though, yeah. Uh, when you're looking at that, if you have a $20 buffet, we'll say, or Taco John's, and you're on the fence about the buffet or it doesn't look good, think of how much $20 would buy you at Taco John's. Right. Especially if it's Taco Tuesday and not actually Monday. Yes, uh, yes. Last week, folks, listen to that. <laughs> you're still caught up on the days of the week with that one. Um, I don't know. So, what taste today? <laughs> it takes her a while to get over it. Yes. Yes. So, I mean, you're going to be spending less at Taco John. So that's another factor to that. Even if you're not going to enjoy that as much, think about the value that you're getting out of it. You're going to get your money's worth probably. Right. So so there you go. Look at value for money, need like for food immediacy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your other options, right? Always know your surroundings. And uh, keep in mind all of the regular buffet rules. And uh, that's how you decide. Because we often, more often than not, we choose, you no, know, more often than people would guess, we choose not buffet. Oh, yeah, we definitely have turned down buffets. Yeah, we have walked through a buffet, oh, yeah. looked at it, and said, not today. Mm-hmm. And sometimes not ever. Right. And your methodology is pretty similar to what I had in my head. So yeah. how hungry am I? How much, What are the other options? Is there yeah. anything even decent at the buffet? But just remember, you can always do a walkthrough. Just ask them, can I take a look before I purchase? They will say yes. Mm-hmm. So do that. And then keep your hands in your pockets and yes. don't grab food, Danny. Unless they're ground-up Jolly Ranchers and you're Brian. 
and then he makes you do it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. See you next week, folks. Bye. Bye.